ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. I don't know why we become Beavis and Butthead whenever this song starts. That's a good call. Yeah. Ted, it's good to see you, my man. You too, Steve, and you're alive. I'm alive. Yeah. I'm in one piece. You're not broken? Nope. I felt good the next day. That's insane. Yeah, I thought for sure that after my big match at Battle Mania, I was going to be sore as F. That's what I thought, too. And I'm not saying I wasn't sore. Actually, it was about two or three days after. Now yeah. I'm starting to feel, because I had the show on Saturday, and I think adrenaline the next day, I woke up and I'm like, I'm alive, my neck's not broken, everything feels good, I can walk, and then I played that show, and that's also a physical beating with the way I play drums, so then on, on Sunday, that's when I was just like, oh, I'm so glad I have Monday off. Oh yeah, to yeah. relax? Yeah, just to yeah. kind of let my body chill for a minute, so it was just like a lot of resting. Yeah, what'd you do on Sunday? Absolutely nothing. Nice. Yeah, it was great. All right. I'm trying to think. Did I do anything? No. Just did some chores, like a good husband does. Nice. Cleaned the toilets, vacuumed the house, and then sat around and watched television. Yeah. Sunday was a chore day for me, too. Yeah. Every Sunday is a chore day in our household. Yeah. I'm trying to be better about it. Yeah? Just, like, go to the grocery store, get all the laundry done. Yep. That You know, dishes, that kind of stuff. Are you still at the... Have you moved yet? No, no, no. I'm moving next Friday, the okay. 4th. Exciting. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine... We'll have to go to Unicorn Bar and hang out. Yeah, that's a little farther down the street. There's a, there's a lot of bars up there. Well, what's like the the local bars by you? Uh, well, Dino's Pizza is real close. I haven't been to Dino's Pizza. Oh my god, I ate some Saturday. It's so good. Oh my gosh, I, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, I should show you a picture. Speaking of pizza, um, but what's up there? The hillsides up there? I don't know that one. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a question about Capitol Hill, and I haven't you have no idea. Right. <laughs> the only bar I've been to is the Unicorn Bar. And uh, what's the hell, the, the one that used to be like a, 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 a morgue or a morgue, the, the chapel, but it's now called something else, the Pine Box. Pine Box. Those are the only two bars I know because our friend Jenny had a birthday party. We went to both of those places. So all that's right. all I know about Capitol Hill these days. Dude, what did, you get, did you get anything to eat at the Pine Box? Yeah, we got all these different pizzas. Yeah, super oh good. Gosh, wood-fired oven. Yeah, and their char- charcuterie, the meat and cheese plate's pretty good, too. They got that as well. Uh, and... The the popcorn with the truffle. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that place is good. Thankfully, uh, uh, Jenny's mom is very wealthy because we didn't have to spend. Apparently, it's like 25 bucks for that bowl of popcorn. No. Or something like that. There was a big bowl. I mean, I, I know it's expensive, but there's I've been there. I did not pay $25 for that bowl of popcorn. Well, you must have got the, the junior size. Maybe I got the regular size yeah, bowl. Yeah, because we got the adult size. and <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was expensive from what I could tell. Yeah. But you mentioned pizza. So after Battle Mania, obviously, I was... But busting my ass trying to stay somewhat healthy. Of course, I, I'm not going to ever eat perfectly. In fact, we talked about it this morning. A lot of people exercise so they can continue to eat junk food. I yeah. exercise so I can continue to eat burgers. I'm just never going to be a guy that's going to give up french fries or burgers or anything like that. So I bust my ass at the gym so I could break even for the most part. Yeah. But I was like, after Battle Mania, I am crushing pizza. That's all, right. all I want. And I knew for a fact we were going to order a bunch of pizza. So I get back to Evolve Fitness after Battle Mania is over. We tear down the ring. What time is this? Because I, I, I left after your match, and that okay. was already like 12.30? Yeah, I have no, I lost all frame of time when we were wrestling. I just All I knew is that we were leaving the show box area around 1.30 by the time all we right. got everything loaded. So they were still loading. It got to the point where I was like, okay, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Why don't I just wait till, why don't I just go back with a couple of my buddies? We'll go back to the gym and we'll wait for people. All right. And then we'll be there to be able to be on the receiving end and load everything out of the truck. Well, we get there and there's already people there. I didn't realize that other people had the same thought. Nice. And show up and I'm like, man, I can't wait till we order pizza. I mentioned something like the pizza's already here. Nice. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I go to the back of the gym area and dude, I'm just going to show you. That's what we saw. I walk in. There are 18 <laughs> boxes of pizza. Jesus, that's awesome. Multiple cheese ones, multiple pepperoni, and multiple like green pepper or something. Like three different types. Who but made that order? I'm, I'm assuming uh, it might have been Steve West. I don't know who. That's awesome. Whoever did it was my hero. And then I look around and I realize 
typically you go out and you're drinking, you're out to party. Sometimes you're double fisting pe- uh, beers. Yeah. We're all double fisting pizzas. Everybody, every single person, the people in good shape, me, not in the best shape, but just trying to get by, including other people as well. We're all talking and I'm looking at everyone. Nobody even has a drink in their hand yet. And there's beer there. There's alcohol. There's waters. There's sodas. Everybody's double fisting pizzas. It was awesome. I Man, ate probably I thought our, six to eight slices. Yeah, I thought our pizza party at uh, Spokane was good, but that's legit. 18 pies, dude. Damn. And I ate probably six or eight slices of pizza, and I don't feel one ounce of regret from that. No. None. No, not at all. It was awesome, dude. That is awesome. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to visiting you at your place now, selfishly, so I could go to Dino's Pizza. Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah. I just convinced my buddy. Yeah, there's a few cool bars up there. If you're going to have a man cave... Uh, and then we'll get to the push-ups and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you were going to have a man cave, I always said if I had unlimited resources to have a man cave, I would have a wood-fired oven in my man cave. Oh, really? Hell yeah. You know what my fantasy is? What? Soda gun. Oh, good call. Yeah. Close to the couch. Yeah, just, or I would have like a little bar set up, but I just like the idea of being like, I could just scoop out a cup of ice and yep. get your water, soda water, Coca-Cola, Sprite, whatever, orange soda. I still think you should have like an auxiliary gun. Right by the couch. That way, oh. You know, you're sitting there, you're out. Why get up? I will say this. It's kind of funny. Like beers, I could drink an S-ton of beer, mm-hmm. but it's hard to drink a ton of soda. Yep. You know, I mean, you can, but like, I can't imagine drinking cans of Coca-Cola or Sprite the way I would drink a light beer. <laughs> it's like that meme I see sometimes people posting like, complains about having to drink the equivalent of six cups of water in a day. Has no problem crushing six beers in one sitting. Yeah, right? What is it about beer? I don't know. You ever heard this crazy theory, too? If food got you drunk, would you eat after you're full? Oh. I don't think I would. I'm trying to think now. Well, I mean, there's a certain point with beer where you're not like, oh, I'm thirsty. You're just like, oh, I'll have another beer. Right. Because it's just something to do. So if food was getting you drunk, you know, you'd like sneak in a shot of syrup, maple (laughs) syrup. What we need to do is make beer flavored water. Beer flavored water. All right. Then we could crush more water and be healthier. I mean, is that what non-alcoholic beer is? I guess. <laughs> Someone said that's Coors Light. Hey. <laughs> People always say that. I know. It's just like, oh, you want some water? I'm like, yeah, I like Coors Light. It's delicious. And now that I'm looking across into the Wolf Studios where they have a giant Coors Light painting, in it's making me want a Coors Light. Yeah. I haven't had a, I haven't had a beer since Spokane, so your boy's, your boy's ready. Wait, you haven't had a drink since Spokane? No. I didn't realize. I thought you just recently stopped drinking for a minute. No, no, no. This whole month, like literally, like the, the like Spokane, that last Sunday was, was getting them in. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. It's easy during the week. I won't lie. Friday at the wrestling thing, I was like, he needs this. They need to hurry this up or I am getting a drink. All right. You know, let's do our push ups. <laughs> and I want to get your perspective of the wrestling event because that, that, that yeah, I'm just curious. So uh, I figured what better way to get our 10 push ups in than to uh, celebrate my big victory at Battlemania. So I just typed in WWE into our music library and found a song called Undisputed Champion. Undisputed Champion. I figured I that's mean, perfect. That is you. It's true. You're 1-0. I'm 1-0. Undefeated. You know what? Let's not say 1-0. You're undefeated. Nobody has beaten me. Nobody has even gotten close to stopping no, you. No. Nobody is stopping me. No. So this is the best way to get the heart race and the blood pumping and the brain functioning on a winning level. That's right. The champ is here. The champ is here. Oh. All right, let's get Ted Mega Family. I like it, too. Wishes he had this song. You know, this is like a really aggressive ripoff of a Rocky theme. I mean, it is, but I like it. I like it too. Yeah. What is it about trumpets that make you feel like a champion? You know, that's a good call, dude. And it's a trumpet in the beginning of horse racing. Yeah. It's like a Roman thing, right? 
I think so. I think that has to be it. Like, like sound, or, or like maybe it's English. Sound right. the trumpeters. Da, 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 da. Sport is about to take place. Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Well, Steve, uh, kind of funny you mentioned about the pizza. Uh, that was going to be my thing today is consistency. Or as we're saying on the podcast this year, diligence. So basically, like nobody's going to be perfect. I mean, Steve, to be honest, you summed up my TED Talk before I gave it. But right, like nobody's going to be perfect all the time, right? There's always going to be those fringes of society. They eat perfect and are just gym rats all the time. But I think you do need... They eat to live, not live to eat. Right? F you. But I do think, you know, right? <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I, I've been interested in some newer programs and stuff. And I think a lot of the new research is showing, like, you need to still have those times you're going to eat like that. Yep. Now... For somebody like me, it's got to be like, don't turn this into a three-day food bender, right? Like, you can have this meal or this day, whatever, but you got to end it there. But I'm saying, like, just stay consistent with the good things and let those habits build on each other. If you can't tell, I'm going like this new thing where I'm trying to learn habits and just work on those habits. (laughs) It's hard. It is hard. And it's so easy right now, but I'm just like, stay consistent, do this. That's why I was like, yes, Sunday, Steve, I go to the store, I do laundry, and I clean the house now. But then we say like, oh, you know, start your day, make the bed. That way, at least you have one moment where you've accomplished something, and then that's a good way to set the tone for the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> make the bed, Ted. You know, make the bed. It's so did funny. You make your bed today. I did. All but right, what you need it. to know is, it's always your voice I hear. And I forget who said it and where you took it from. Took but it for from some on. reason, I'm just it's always like, like, a like TED talk. Yeah, I'm just always like, yes, yeah, Steve's right. I should make my bed. <laughs> did you make your bed? Good. I could tell you look like a winner today, Ted. Yeah, thanks, man. You look good. Yeah. Yeah. Had some uh, organic eggs for my buddy's chicken. I could see it because you made the bed. I did. <laughs> so this would probably be a bad segue into a study I found that says, what are the most underrated snacks of all time? Oh, I'm in. All right. Let's, let's talk about that before we take a quick break. <laughs> and then we'll talk about Battlemania. Uh, Thrillist, they came up with the most underrated snacks. Yeah. Just real quick. I love that website, and I use it a lot for, like, Ted's Meat and Potatoes. Yep. Thrillist is a tough website to look at. If you're in the like the if you're in hungry at all, do not go to that damn. You know what? I take that back. Even if you're full, you just be careful on that website. It's no different than BuzzFeed. If you catch BuzzFeed on the wrong day, you're like, all right, I want sushi right now. Yeah. Thanks a lot. BuzzFeed. Have I told you my two emotions with BuzzFeed? No, what are they? I take a quiz almost every day, and it's like, God, BuzzFeed knows me so well. Or it's way off, and I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> it's like horoscopes. <laughs> they totally get who I am. Yeah. Next Buzz- one. Horoscopes is dumb. Who believes in this crap? Yeah. Right? Fortune cookies, same thing. Yeah, like, how do you know your future is going to be good? Well, I told BuzzFeed what kind of potatoes I like. <laughs> Mashed means I'm a success. Right? All right. What do you think? Nutty Buddies. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say underrated just because I never eat them. But when I do, I go, this is pretty good. I don't know why I don't eat these more. Yeah, it's, it's a cross between a Reese's peanut butter cup and a Kit Kat bar. So what's not to like? Yeah, not a, somehow I'm like, oh, it's a cracker thing. It's healthier. How about Ding Dongs? You know what? Again, I'd say underrated, but I don't eat them very often. But when I do, I'm like, these are great. I love their blurb. Ho-hos get most of the hostess love, but ding-dong should not be overlooked. No. I mean, the, the, the king of all that stuff is the chocodile. Oh, yes. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But the ding-dongs, oddly enough, I had one uh, on my way to Everett for our Bruiser Brody show at Tony V's. My buddy Tavis picked me up, and we're, as we're driving, he's like, I got to make a quick detour. I got to go visit my family member. She's at a, a hotel. Like, she's battling some kind of a sickness, and she's in town and whatever. He's like, I'm dropping off some ding-dongs. And I'm like, is this some kind of, like, euphemism for a drug transaction that you're just, I'm not picking up on? He goes, no. Long story. But part of the story was that apparently she got to experience, they call them, like, a homemade ding-dong. They were made at a Mod Pizza. Oh. And it was a, a life-changing experience for her when it comes to eating. So he picked up a bunch of them for her. So he's telling me this whole story. Because at first he's like, do you want a ding-dong? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I'll wait till we eat dinner. I don't need to eat a ding-dong. And then he tells me this whole story. And I'm like, hey, man, I kind of changed my mind about all this. Can I uh, have one of those ding-dongs? How was it? Incredible. Dude, you know they have frozen ones now? No. Yes. In wow. the, at least at the QFC. Well, dude, if you go to Mod Pizza... 
They make homemade ones there. I huh? get. I don't know why they're called home. I guess the, uh, are they made at home or are they made at Mod Pizza? They're made at right. I see what they're right. Yeah, it's just it's not a ding. They didn't just buy a ding dong right. and serve it to you. But they wrap it in the foil and everything. But it's like it's got more of a. I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like like a good soft pretzel is a little like hard on the outside and then squishy on the inside. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like what they dis- they, they 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 did. Like it's got like All a right. nice like little crunch when you first bite into it. And then the inside is just pure on. Like those lava cakes at uh Yes at uh, Domino's. <laughs> that Munson decided to break his phone over. Was that why he was so pissed? Because he didn't know if he ordered them and uh, the app was acting weird. So he threw his phone against the wall only for them to show up and they were there. All right, how about Crackle? Crackle? Yeah, they the put, bar? They say Crackle, Mr. Good Bar, and 100 Grand. For some reason, they put all three as number three underrated snack of all time. All right, 100 Grand, for some reason, I don't mess with. But Crackle. Crackles are awesome. And Mr. Good Bar. But you can only get them in like miniatures. You never see a full one. It's so funny you say that. You only see them in miniature variety packs, but they're good enough to stand on their own. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's chocolate and peanuts. 100 Grand, I never really touch either. Nah. Uh, bagel chips. How do you? Uh, yeah, it's a snack. I guess I got into the chocolate vibe from. I'm gonna say, I don't think they're overrated. I think they're appropriately rated. <laughs> well, they say they're overshadowed by tortilla chips and pita chips, but they're good on their own or dipped in some spinach and artichoke dip. What have you had the pretzel chips? Yes. Yeah. The oh, ones that look like they're flattened. Yes, they're incredible. Also, you know what else I had this weekend that was mind blowing? Uh, what is the real good uh, tortilla chips? Is it, it comes uh, in like the bag with the red on it? Gosh. Um, oh, damn it. I have no idea. Go ahead. I'm going to Google it. I'll All figure right. it out. Next one, and I 100% agree, and I know it's very polarizing. I'm curious to see where you stand on this. Smarties. Smarties? Oh, man. I don't really care about. You know, I'm more of morning, a sweet tart guy. This morning, I admitted I say I love you on the regular, on the, on the air. And now- To who? That to, about you. We were talking oh. about love. Oh, yeah. On the morning show. And BJ's like, I don't understand. What, there's too many different degrees of love. I'm like, what? You can love your wife. You can love your friends. I, on the regular, will tell these Ed Smith that I love him. Yeah, I love you too. And I have no problem with that. And he's like, I don't understand this whole love concept. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, Are you serious? BJ's confused. He doesn't even know if he whether He's not even sure if he loves his wife, he said. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. In America, we only have one word for love. Right. So, so... I mean, I love BJ, but sorry, we got to be a little more grown up about this. If you can't separate love from sticking your penis inside somebody, then that's on you. (laughs) Somebody had a great analogy of it. Like, (laughs) it's like marijuana, man. There's different strains, but, you know, they're all doing certain things and they all mean something to something. Yeah. Uh, According to the people at Thrillist, they said they're not as tart as sweet tarts, but not as terrible as Necco wafers. I agree with, I just, I love sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are great. I mean, like, I don't know. It's I been so Smarties. long since I've had a Smartie. I just love that little roll of Smarties, man. Something about it. Ever since right. I was a kid. All right, and the last All right. one. Juanitas. Let me see. Oh, those are good. Yeah, they got they got the one that tastes like a Dorito now. Oh, they're not. They're yeah, not it's called like sweet anymore. chili or something. That's, <laughs> like, that's like shots fired. Yeah, I, had th- I, I threw away the last third of the bag. It was that good. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't keep time. my hand out of it, so I literally put it in a trash bag and walked it down to the dumpster. <laughs> I've done that, too. Where I, was, I can't remember what I was eating, but it was so damn good. It was a bag of something. Gosh. But I was like realizing that if I continue to eat this on this drive home, and I already rolled it. It was like a honey roasted peanuts, but it was a good-sized bag. It yeah. Was, it was like probably six servings or something along those lines. And I'm eating them, and I'm eating them, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, man. I'm like almost halfway through this bag. So I roll it up, put it in my glove compartment. Hit traffic. Oh, a couple more. Open it up. A couple more. Finally, I got to the point where I just threw them out the window. Yeah. Dude, I, like, I can't do this anymore. That's what happened with those chips. I was munching them, and then I was munching them, and I was just like, they are gone. They're out of my home. I've done that before where I've taken like a bag of candy and threw it in the back of my car so I couldn't keep eating it. Yeah, like ice cream, for whatever reason, ice cream can hang out in my freezer. Yep. And I won't mess with it. But man, right, like chips or like if there's uh, sweet Sour Patch Kids. Bro, some uh, some guy gave me a giant bag, those big industrial bags of Sour Patch Kids. And I was like, oh, that's going to last forever. And that lasted three days in my yes. car. And I had like a raw tongue. Like I basically just, the sour and the salt or whatever, the sugar on there, just rubbed my tongue so raw. Like I lost a layer of skin. Yeah. Yeah. I did find out weirdly this weekend, skin. if you're with your buddy, <laughs> we're checking out of a store and he's looking at candy. I said, hey, don't sweat it, man. I got kids at the place. And he kind of looks at me, I was like, Sour Patch, Sour Patch Kids. 
We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get Ted's perspective of his first time going to a 3 one battle event, and that was Battle Mania, where I made my big wrestling debut. Solid Steel! Solid Steel! <laughs> when the Mega Cash returns. Look, some need to rest on the seventh day. Ted and Steve need to rest every 15 or so minutes. The Mega Cast will be back. Windy, painful dust storms, hiking until your feet hurt, standing for hours in extreme temperatures, and spending outrageous amounts of money for food and drink, then visit Coachella, Coachella, the concert in the desert. If you appreciate drunk girls screaming and savor the smell of puke and urine, go to Coachella. Coachella. If you think you're attractive, think again. All the young, svelte, gorgeous, rich kids from Hollywood with their 0.7% body fat and design clothes will be there and you will look homeless in your t-shirt and shorts coachella coachella because one weekend of immature amateurs is never enough oh and good luck getting home Are you ready for some more awesome shit? The Megacast is back. Do you remember the first time that you had a Sour Patch Kid, Ted? Uh, whoa, are we talking about that trip? Oh, no. that was the first time I had one that was really sour. <laughs> <laughs> I meant just a regular Sour Patch Kid. I mean, I don't know. I definitely, like, I don't know about you. I feel like when I was, like, 12, 13, 14, there was, like, an arms race to see who could eat the sourest candies. Yes. Yeah. I feel like then we were living a parallel life because there was, like, a candy store in Brooklyn, New York, right by our old, like, had to have been junior high school. All right. It was definitely not high school because that was too far. It was junior high school, but there was a place that was within walking distance, like one of those candy shops where you fill up a bag. Yeah. And it's like Sour Patch Kids just came out. They weren't even packaged on their own little, like. Yeah, you know, had to go and scoop them out. Right. Yeah. So somebody got a bunch and handed them out like there was crack in our classrooms. Like, hey, try one. Because they knew that everyone would have. That. No one ever experienced eating a sour anything at that time. Yeah. And I remember, I will never forget. It was like, it's odd enough. It was odd, like the first time you tried, like, you know, back when we, the drug days, like trying ecstasy. That yeah. First time you feel it, it's like, whoa. And you'll never get that high again, no matter, you know, whatever. Same thing with Sour Patch Kids. Like, I, I've been chasing that dragon my whole life, man. But I'm never going to get that same sour, oh my gosh, what is this in my mouth? Am I going to be okay? This is incredible, though, feeling ever again. I, I'm with you, dude. We used to go to Laurel Mall. Which is now abandoned, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can see photos of it online. Like you know, it's like look at this abandoned mall and how creepy it looks. I was like, oh s, that's Laurel Mall. That was where we hung out all the time. Yeah, but same thing. We went to a specific candy store that's in. I, it's got to be the same store that's in every mall or whatever. Right. But yeah, we would scoop that stuff out. And I remember going to school and it was like, I got the sours. Right, you had like a little white bag. Yes, yes. You know, uh, Barnes is on the same kick, man. He still loves sour candy. We're always trying to find the most sourest of sour candies. I live for it, man. Extreme yeah. sour. Come yeah, on, warheads. Yep. Bring it on, dude. Oh, dude, it's it's funny how there's like a little society. Uh, rock girl, former rock girl Amber and I, we used to always call it the uh, Sour Patch Kids. Uh, we were like the SPK. That's what we called ourselves. Sour Patch posse. Kids. Sa- SPK Posse. All right. So clearly, you and Barnes also members of the SPK. You were the first person to get me the Giant Kids. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think you brought them to Meltdown this year and then forgot them, and then I ate them. <laughs> good. Yeah. They went in good hands. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids are dominant, man. Oh, they are, man. You ever, you ever, I almost cursed. You ever, you ever F's with the, uh, with the little watermelons? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. All of them. The watermelons I like. <laughs> are we high? Uh, no. I know. That is the worst part. Middle of the day, we're having these conversations. The watermelon ones I like, but a whole bag of it's too much. All you right. Need, you need variety. Huh. I almost wish that they would put the watermelon in, like, they should just do a whole fruit bag. All right, here's a question. Okay. What flavor is the blue dude? Blue. Yeah. <laughs> he's just 
He's just blue. He ain't That's great. the only thing about Sour Patch Kids. I'm not always positive I can really tell the difference in the flavors. I don't know either, dude. Sometimes I think I do, but I don't. You know which ones I also like are the, um, is it like Sour Bright, that brand that has like the gummy worms that are sour? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had those? Yes. Oh, if they have like the new berry flavored Sour Bright gummy worms? Dude, all right, next level. Right, right, I almost try up that. there with the Sour Patch Kids. You ever have the rainbow rope? Yes. Yeah, I like that stuff, too. I like everything that's sour. Yeah. Dude, we've even had the Sour Patch uh, flavored uh, chewing gum. Yes. Which is great for about four chews, and then there's no flavor left. Yeah, that died quickly, but it was good. <laughs> it's good for four chews. We got to get some warheads. Get back into the heavy artillery. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, what is it? The, the Sour Sprees. Oh, I forgot about those. Sour sprees were the ones that I gave you yeah. that one time. More yeah. to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. We, were, we were not in our right state of mind. <laughs> you were like, hey man, heads up, this is going to be really sour. And I was like, dude, whatever. I like candy. Give me some. And then it was like a small child. Like, oh my gosh, it was sour. <laughs> I can't open my eyes. <laughs> so sour. So sour. <laughs> so sour. Man, I haven't had a chewy spree in forever. It's been a long time. That used yeah. to be my go-to when I was... Dude, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday. Because I, I went through an entire bag of my fruit snacks, those Welch's brand fruit snacks. Oh, yeah. Which are, I think, three servings or four servings, and I crush them in one sitting. I just can't help it. I would, there's a lot of reasons why I wish I lived a little bit closer. But the number one reason why I wish I lived a little bit closer than Puyallup is I probably wouldn't, would have lost so much more weight if I did not have the commute that I have. Because I'm always tired. I just, the hours that I work, the lifestyle that I live. I mean, yeah. It's not like as if I'm like doing below at like two in the morning. You know, I sometimes go to wrestling class and I get home late. Or yeah. I, I play hockey, I get home late. So I'm tired sometimes driving home. The only thing that keeps me awake and is the, the, the number one reason why I'm not able to like nod off while driving is candy. Yeah. So like the, the, the Werther's Caramel candies those hard candies oh yeah that's my thing right now and that lasts for a while oh those are great for that reason i'm like an 80 year old woman how much i love those things you want to wear this (laughs) have a wear this (laughs) Uh, sour patch kids so the 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 sour brights all that stuff i used to try sunflower seeds but it's not my thing like i I like chewy or like a sucking candy yeah man i like the chewy uh starburst yes those are probably my favorite but those are so chewy like I feel like you could just rifle through them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with those fruit snacks. They're delicious, but sometimes I'm popping two in at a time. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I lived a little bit closer, I wouldn't be eating all this crap, and I wouldn't be putting all this candy in my system, and I probably would have lost more weight by now. <laughs> Freaking Puyallup. I like that. That's what's killing you, the commute. It is. it is. The commute's killing me for that reason. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, about Battle Mania. So, all right. Um, Ted's very first time going to a 3 to one battle event. It's at a sold-out show box. And you get to see me wrestle for the first time. Yeah. That was awesome. It was. Well, and when we got there, too, it is, uh, and we just happened to show up at the same time your wife and her family was. Which I was bummed because it was like, it was like an overwhelming moment of you, um, Matt, uh, Joe, Joe, I think Glenn and Tawny from Windows. They Pain. walked in right when we, like, we did not plan that. We all just happened to walk in right. at like the exact same time. Like, I get a text from my wife, like, we're walking in right now. I'm like, perfect. So I come out, and at that moment, I'm like, yay. And I'm like, and it was, I'm awful at being a good host. Like, I don't know how to juggle multiple people. So I was just like, oh my God, this is too much for me to handle. All of my favorite people just showed up at the same time. What do I do? I'm trying to get my, my in-laws in the right spot because they have a reserved seats. It was just chaos. And then the, the guy giving us the bracelets was acting weird because not everyone in our party had, like, I only bought tickets for reserve seating for two people. And he's like, well, not everyone can go in there. I'm like, that's fine. We'll hover near them. You can't go in that area. I get it. Like, just give us the damn bracelets and show us where to go. <laughs> like, this is too much for me right now, man. I'm already nervous because I'm wrestling. And he was super nice. Like, it was yeah, like, yeah. not like he did anything wrong. He was just trying to explain it, but I'm already a nervous wreck. I'm like, just give the bracelets to yeah. them. <laughs> That's why I'll be doing, honestly. Like, I said hello to you. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm going to leave Steve alone. Yeah, I was like, and then, I'll find you later. Yeah, and then we always go up to that same bar anyhow. It was just You guys just happened to be up there. So I was yeah. like, all right, this is fine. Perfect. Yeah. And then I see Vicky there. Yeah, Vicky was there. Nicole yeah. was there. Work. work, yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else, right? And then Thorpe and uh, Leslie and Keith showed up. Yeah, I didn't get to see those guys, but I heard that they were there. Yeah. Uh, Richie from Thunder Beast was there. Yep, I saw yep. him. Yep. Grizz from Lion Pride Music. Grizz was down there. Yeah. It was so funny, too, with those VIP tables. Like, everybody just abandoned them. 
Yeah. Like we just I just started sitting at some. Yeah, because we got the VIP table for my in-laws and then Grizz told me there was a, a whole row of tables behind him to the, like kind of like to decide like where the men's bathroom is. Yeah. So I was like, well that's perfect cuz Sid and, and her cousin Kaylee didn't have seats. So I was like, well this will be perfect cuz there's like enough seats for all of them, which worked out great. It was a, a perfect spot, great view. A lot of the wrestlers came over there to watch when they weren't wrestling, so I was able to hang out there and not only see my family, but also bro down with some of the guys and kind of get mentally ready for the match. So it was a perfect spot. And I don't know if it was the worst thing in the world for her parents not to be like dead center in the bar. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, everybody there was very nice and behaved, but like, I don't know, there's just some conversations and things that go on in that bar. Like, you're just like, I was like, that's probably a good, safe spot for them over there. I did find great humor. I love my in-laws. You know, obviously very Christian family. And there's moments during like that first battle royal where Ronald McFondle is hitting people over the head with his giant testicles, you know, because he has like this rubber band thing. And I I was going back into the locker room. I'm like, like, how's your in-laws doing? I'm like, they're doing great. And then I was like, they're super Christian. Everyone's like, oh. And that was like the big, like running joke. Oh, Joe and I talked about it a few times. Right. Because there is not a very Christian, like, look, I'm a Christian dude. And I know you are like, but on the on the on the outside looking in this is definitely not a place where you would think someone that's very religious would go see go to an event a lot of cursing a lot of drinking a lot of unruly behavior but it's all in good fun it is and everybody's very nice right yeah. but they, it's kind of the opposite of going to a church yeah cuz it's and i shouldn't say that cuz there's churches that are cool with homosexuals and stuff but i mean like there's right it's very seattle it's very uh you know open to everybody very and, punk rock yeah very everything friendly yeah yeah so, right, Joe and I, a couple of times, we're like, I wonder what's going through their heads. And you know what's going through their heads? Pure bliss. My, really? My stepdad, I mean, stepdad, my father-in-law is taking pictures the whole time. All right, cool. My, my mom-in-law is like saying, I guess it was like yelling solid steel. Nice. Like, they got, they got hooked into it. Like, the only thing they said for them, their perspective, before we get to, to yours, was um, they were like, it's too long for us. Because it's a long night. I mean, it is. It's like, it is. It's like three or four hours. Yeah. So, so I get that. But my wife and everyone included in the party were like, we had so much fun. Yeah, it was. And that's the other thing, too. I've never been to a 3 one battle. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, we talked about this a bunch on the podcast last night. But it's it's fun. And it's pretty easy to learn what to say. Yeah. Like you just got to yell three, two, one, battle. Oh. And then when they say, but the solid steel, I won't lie. Like it was 420. wasn't drinking. I was definitely smoking weed. Seemed like the first like three matches, I just... I couldn't get it right. And it'd be like, I'd be like, all right, I got it this time. And then he'd say it, and everybody goes, solid steel. And I'd be like, damn it. I missed it. How did I miss it again? Some people always ask, what's the story behind that? Uh, quick story from what I know, because I jumped in and I was also confused. Like, why is everyone yelling solid steel? And somebody explained to me that um, in the world of wrestling, back in the day, whenever someone would get hit with those stairs that lead up into the. Uh, oh the yeah, ring. they'd be like, they just got hit with the solid steel steps. But then, like, you watch a match one time, and those steps got flipped over, and you realize they're hollow. And that was like a big joke at like a SummerSlam. Yeah, and the way they pick them up, like right. I know they're strong dudes, they're not solid, but they're steel. so nonchalant with right. that. So it's like a running joke at three to one battle that everything is solid steel if you just believe. Uh, right. So the stairs are solid steel, the chair solid steel, the the railing solid the steel, the aluminum cans were solid steel. Right. Uh, an elbow could be solid steel. The man's penis could be made of solid, solid steel. steel. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too is you hear people in the crowd because there's a decent amount of people that were there too that were like me it was their first time and I heard somebody be like. That's not solid steel, man. That's just aluminum. They're <laughs> talking about the cans. And I was like, dude, like, obviously. I'm pretty like, sure that man's penis is not made of solid steel. It's probably <laughs> just like flesh and blood. Right. And I don't know if this dude had just come to see you or something, but he was like dead serious. He was pissed. Those are just, those are just aluminum cans, man. I can see the Yelp review. The fans are dumb. They think everything's made out of solid, solid steel. steel. Plus, it's one of those things like. I'm sure drinking it was awesome, but even without drinking, like you get fired up. You yeah. want to yell solid steel. Yeah, it gets it's, yeah. it's contagious. At first, I remember first time I went, I'm like, oh, this is kind of whatever. And then by the end of it, I'm like, solid steel. Or when someone gets hit in the wiener, it's you got hit straight in the diac. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's great stuff. Or if you get hit if, for the women now that when they wrestle, they got hit straight in the tiot. <laughs> so stupid. 
stupid. Uh, what else? It. I like the intermission. We had a great smoke circle out there. Vanderbeek was involved. All the heavy hitters were out there, including Cody, the voice, one of the voices yeah, of three two one battle. Yeah. Uh, then, but I won't lie. I was getting very paranoid that I was going to miss your thing. Yeah. So generally, I'll sit in the circle forever. But I was like, all right, we got to go in. Intermission's going to end soon. And then it was like, all right, this is it. Oh, there's another match. Another match. Yeah, I, I was know. Like, this is it. I was like, another match. I was like, damn it, man. I keep getting up and then down. I know. Some of the buddies were saying on the, on the Twitch feed, a lot of people were like, when's Miggs wrestling? <laughs> I'm here because of Miggs, which was cool. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Johnny O that used to work here, I saw him too. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, he coached to a lot of the 3 2 one shows, All right. so it's kind of yeah. cool to see him from time to time. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was wild. But like running into Vanderbeek and stuff, it was just, it was, it was a ton of fun. Awesome. I, I got it. You've been telling me about it for years. I got to go to one and evolve. Yeah, come sit uh, ringside with me. All right, in the front row, and then you get to like have guys just diving over you. It's awesome. Really? Oh yeah, they they, they dive literally right next to you. I will say that's the other crazy thing too. That from my party, the one thing everybody was so impressed with is how athletic and how real the wrestling was. Yeah, I think. And I, had, I, I don't know. Does that that might sound insulting? How real? But just no, I know. I, I mean, know those guys mean. are flying not just into the ring but onto the floor of the show box. A lot of those guys really brought it at Battle Mania. Like yeah. Some of the stuff that they were doing, I hadn't seen some of those guys do, and I could tell that everybody was really excited about this opportunity to perform at the show box. And, man, I, I shout out to every single person that wrestled, all the men and women that wrestled in there. I thought they they delivered in giving the crowd a fun show. Yeah, it was it was great, man. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, and then just... Man, it was, I, I pointed in your direction and where you guys were all at when I, <laughs> yeah. when I wrestled. I was like, show some love to my boys in the back. <laughs> it was fun, man. It was, it was a unreal experience to be able to wrestle in front of friends and family and have it not fail. And, I mean, I got to tell you, it was surreal watching it. Awesome. Like, watching you come out, I was like, all right, he's been practicing. I know he can do the entra- entrance and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a couple things, but like, when you just started picking dudes up and body slamming them, I was like, damn. And then I, you had shown me some of your practice highlights. Yeah. But man, leapfrogging people and stuff. I mean, it looked freaking awesome. It's funny. I just interviewed uh, Mick Foley. Uh, for my wrestling podcast, Migs versus the World of Wrestling, because he's right. in town next week for he's doing like Tacoma Comedy, Comedy Club, Spokane Comedy Club on Tuesday, Tacoma on Wednesday, and then Crypticon next weekend. All right, so he's in town for a lot of stuff, and I I mentioned I had my first match. Does he remember his first match? And he says, Yeah, I'll never forget. Uh, me and the guy who was wrestling. One of us was supposed to do a leapfrog over the other, but we both ducked down and and collided. Oh, and he's like, it, he's like, it didn't go well after that, but. And I started laughing. I'm like, man, that's funny you bring that up because my biggest fear the night before, I knew I was going to have a spot where I was going to throw a guy against the ropes or he's going to go against the ropes. He's going to come at me. I'm going to jump over him. He's going to duck under me and I'm going to leapfrog him. Well, the night before Battle Mania, it got in my head. I was like, and I was tired. I was ready to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, this little devil in my brain goes, what if you trip when you jump over him? Oh, and that. Kept me up for hours. Oh, no. I got two hours of sleep when I could have easily, if I went to bed when I was supposed to, I could have gotten a good seven hours of sleep before Battle Mania. I got about two hours because all I kept doing is what happens if when I jump over him, I don't clear him and I fall? Well, how do I how do I handle that? What do I do? And I just kept playing out these different scenarios. So now I'm a freaking wreck over a routine thing that I do all the time without a problem. And that's hot. That's leapfrog over guys. And now you're tired as hell the next morning. Right. And I'm like, I didn't get enough sleep. So luckily after work, I went right home. And fortunately, the stars were aligned. I passed out for about three or four hours. Oh, nice. Originally, I was going to try and get down there around one. I didn't get down there until like 430. All right. And I I was like, hey, man, sorry I wasn't down earlier to help. And everyone was like, no, you were up in the morning. Like, we're glad you slept. Like, it's more important that you're up for the long haul and help us afterwards as opposed to help us before. Yeah. Yeah, because that would have sucked. But I was so scared of that, man. I was like, that would be Is the it worst. more pressure on you jumping over or the guy to get low? You know, it's a little bit of both. Because I've had during practices where I've I've tried to get under that's always I'm the litmus test for in our training. So if I could get under somebody, there's no excuses that anyone else can't get under somebody because I'm the tallest. Okay. So they're like, look, Steve's 6'3, you're 5'8 or whatever, and you're having a hard time getting under this person jumping, but Steve didn't. Something's wrong with this, man. You're not getting low enough. So yeah, because I mean, you—it's on that guy to get low, and that's hard. I mean, it's kind of weird to be running and then crouching. 
Yeah, it's like you got to time it just right, and you got to get basically you're taking two steps, two low steps, and then pop back up. All right, but there have been times where during classes where the guy's a lot shorter and I'm taller, and I'm trying to get under him, and I just I could tell, I could feel it, so I'm like I'm just gonna fall before he lands on my head. So yeah. I'll just kind of fall and crawl. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a little bit of both. But I got over Sage. Good, and he gets down low, which was nice. But like, I barely got over him because it was in my head. But I, I got over him, so it's yeah. like after that moment when I got over him, everything else was easy in my head. Like that yeah. was that was the thing that I stressed about the night before. So once I accomplished that, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, all I got to do is do the things that are asked of me, and I know I can do them. <laughs> the jumping over him part was the scariest part. Yeah, that, and also the sidewalk slam to Uncle Muscles because I never gave him one, and not that he's like. A huge dude, but he's bigger than anyone I've ever done a sidewalk slam. So I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to pick him up and hold him before dropping him. Oh. And, dude, once I put him up, it's amazing what adrenaline will do. Like, he was lighter than any dude I... Yeah, it did. It looked seamless. I was like, that's why... I, I mean, literally, I was just... Every time I'd be like, oh! Oh! Like, Steve was just slamming. That's the other thing, too. Like, you walked around with him, holding yeah. him. I know, that wasn't the plan. But once I had him up, I'm like, I'm milking this moment. I'm going to walk in and make that big drop. It's going to be awesome. All right, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, we'll talk about something. We'll do stuff and fun things. Yeah, stuff when, and fun things. Stuff and fun things when the Megacast returns. <laughs> And Steve broke the seal and have to drain their lizards. The mega cast will be back. many times has this happened? You wander into a dark bathroom in the middle of the night only to sit down and... Oh, uh, Jerry! What's all over the seat again? Well, the battle of the toilet seat is now over. King of the Throne Products presents The Man Can. Guys, The Man Can means you'll never have to lift a finger to keep the ladies happy. Just step on the pedal and The Man Can silently and effortlessly raises the seat. When you're done, step on the pedal again, and the man can gently returns the seat to a down position. So simple. Just step, unzip, and let it rip. King of the throne. Oh, snap. Get the bow sticks out. Ted and Steve are ready to give back rubs. The mega cast is back. What were you saying? <laughs> we were just talking about wrestling intros during the break. And I was saying how, in my opinion, the bird has the best intro in 3 2 1 battle. Because he has that everyone knows about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. 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 And everyone's like dancing with their middle fingers, going flipping up and down. Flipping the bird. Flipping the bird. And he's doing it. He's so damn awesome. The bird's one of my favorite wrestlers at 3 2 1 battle. And what happened? So, bird comes out. Flipping birds. Bird, bird, bird. And then I look over and there's a security guy like wiping the floor where like Matt and Tyler are standing. And I'm like, right? And Joe's the only one in our group drinking. And Joe's had like two drinks. He thought, by the way, Joe thought it was a weird <laughs> intervention all night. <laughs> What's going on? Why isn't anybody drinking? <laughs> I can understand that. Typically, you guys are out having a good time, crushing beers. And we have like a, a party of what, like six, five? Right, because we went out to dinner beforehand. Yeah. Our one friend, Jamie, is pregnant, so she wasn't drinking. <laughs> Tyler really just doesn't drink. Matt does not drink at all. And then I showed up and was like, yo, soda water. <laughs> So, so Joe, we need to talk. Right, so Joe's like, "What is this? An intervention?" I was like, "Yeah." I went, "Man, this is the weirdest intervention ever." Is I just smoked a spliff outside. So I'm like, "This isn't an intervention, bro." Look, man, we were talking as we were getting stoned. We're really not happy with the way you act when you're drinking. We'd like for you to stop. So the bird comes out, everybody's, and then the security guard's cleaning up, and I'm just like, "What is going on, Matt?" It's like, "Ah, oh, I dropped my water." Like, 
What? What do you mean you dropped your? He's like, I got. It seemed like he just wanted, got so excited to flip birds that he yep. just like dropped his water on the ground. That's funny. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, screw this water. I need both of my fingers. I also forgot sometimes. I won't say which bar I was at that night when you order soda water. I hate it when the bartender just gives you that. Like, it's cool, man. I got you. Like I'm not. Uh, like it's not like I can't drink. I'm just not drinking. <laughs> I am fully capable of drinking, sir. I don't need your nod of approvement. Right. And approvement? I, I, Approval. I just made up a word. But here's the thing. If he offers it to you for free. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. Like, I, I got you. Sometimes I'll order, like, oh, I need a Diet Coke. I'm a, just around a bunch of drunk people, and I'm, you know, designated. Meanwhile, I'm not. I'm just wanting Diet Coke. Dude, I had a Red Bull. I yeah. started getting a little tired. Nice. Yeah. Gave you wings. It did give me some wings. I had a Red Bull right before our match. Nice. I was like, I just want to make sure. Then I think people thought I was weird because I'm just eating like this peanut butter Snickers bar. <laughs> you drinking a Red Bull? Yeah, like four, it came in like a four fun size bites. Oh, yeah. I know that one. So I'm offering it to everybody. I'm like, hey, you want a Snickers with me? And everyone's like, no, we're good. I'm like, okay. I would puke it apparently, up if I eat that. Apparently, I'm the rookie. <laughs> I don't care. It's delicious. <laughs> I will say this, man. If you're sitting around in a bar for hours just drinking soda waters... I, the Red Bull tasted freaking delicious. Oh, I bet. I think it was just the excitement of having something else to drink. It's that little extra zing to the fruitiness of it all. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I'm sure, and I know people offer to buy me drinks often, but it seemed like everybody I passed was like, dude, let me get you a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's always that way. <laughs> like the, For once, it finally worked to my advantage when I went and did the show over at uh, Everett the, night, night, the next night. Oh, but Tony Because I wasn't driving. My buddy Tavis was driving, supplying all those sweet ding-dongs. And um, people were like, let's do a shot. I'm like, yeah, I could do a shot with you. Yeah. I got nothing to worry about. It was nice to say yes for a change. <laughs> Although, boy, I made the, not mistake, but kind of the mistake of asking for a double vodka tonic at that place. Tony V's. Yeah. Those ladies that work there pour a stiff drink. Yeah. And I just, made, I just basically challenged her to make it stiffer. Yeah, exactly. And challenge was accepted. And tonic. Right. Yeah. It was still going, still going, still going. I was joking about it on the mix cast. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's still pouring the vodka in my drink right now. Was Tony there? Yeah, I love yeah, Tony. I, I would say I always like big ups to Tony, man. Tony is awesome. Yeah. That dude's great. The security staff there is great. Like, really had a great time over at, at Tony V's. I haven't been there for, forever. Yeah. It's a good spot. I'm going up in um, uh, the end of May. To see the Scoblins and Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's our buddy Josh is in the Scoblins. Because it's the same night as a Defy show in Portland. So, I'm, Oh, yeah. Yeah, otherwise I'd be going there with you. Yeah, I might be going to Portland with you if I wasn't doing that. <laughs> I think I, I got to get out of the state. Or not out of the state, I just got to get out of the city. Man, I wish, damn it, damn it. Too bad they don't have more shows where you can be like, hey man, I'll come to the next one. Yeah, right? Just, just come to Portland with me. Well, I was having, <laughs> come to Portland, Ted. I was having, like, the other day I was like, you know what, I like Ben. Maybe I'll go to Bend. And I was like, still Oregon. And I was like, I think I should just go to Portland by myself. And I was like, can you take a vacation just to go to strip clubs and get wasted by yourself? So. Yeah, could get creepy. I mean, view it more as like a, 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 a vacation to enjoy some of the finer steaks in Portland. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like, oh, I could go to Ben, you know, do like a brewery tour, this and that. But then I was like, they serve booze. So I'm, I'm doing something. I'm not just sitting in a strip club by myself. I'm getting wasted at a strip club. Right. Does that count as doing something? Absolutely, it does. You're being proactive. Yeah. In what way? I don't know. <laughs> Super proactive, Steve. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Somebody did uh, ask us this question. It was all based off, I don't know if you saw the, the girl that asked out The Rock to the prom. I did not. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll play some of the audio of that. That way you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. I mean, Is it all right to say I have a little bit of rock overload right now? You know, I feel like a lot of people do. And I like him. It's just, I do, too. Like, it, him and Timberlake are probably the people I like the most, but I just I just need a little time out. Well, I think his, his box office is showing that other people do as well. Oh, and really? Then, well, I mean, I guess uh, Jumanji did really well, but that was an ensemble cast. But I feel like recently his movies haven't been as awesome as they used to be. And maybe I, it's just taking more roles. Yeah. I'm not positive they ever are. I think they just do better overseas. And, like, you like The Rock. I love The Rock. So you get excited. But remember, like, Baywatch sucked. Nobody even saw it. I liked Baywatch. Oh, my bad. No, no, but I can understand why everyone else thought it sucked. It was not, I mean, it wasn't his best. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm a rock guy. You're a rock apologist. I'm a rock apologist. And I love The Rock. I'm just saying, I, I need a timeout. Well, this one girl, she's right. uh, 18 years old. She's from Minnesota. She does not need a timeout. No. She claims that she's The Rock's biggest fan. 
And her name is Katie, and she put this out there. She was dressed as The Rock from back in the day when The Rock had the black turtleneck with the gold chain. Oh, and he's standing against the stairs. She was dressed like that when she decided to make this proposal to The Rock. Hello, Dwayne. I'm Katie Kelsenberg, and I'm a senior at Stillwater Area High School in Minnesota. And I would like to ask you to my senior prom. It's (laughs) May 5th at The Myth in Maplewood, Minnesota. You may be wondering, why should I go to prom with her? Well, let me tell you why. I am the biggest Dwayne Johnson fan. I love all of your movies. I even dressed up as you for Halloween. And I have the biggest Dwayne Johnson merch collection. Now here, a quick pause. So now she pans over to what she calls the biggest Dwayne Johnson rock collection, right? All right. It's two t-shirts, a pillow, and two action figures. That's it? That's what I thought. Like, how is that selling your fandom? You're the biggest fan and you have a, a pillow? <laughs> and two t-shirts and two action figures. <sighs> Katie, Katie, Katie. So, Dwayne, I have just one question for you. Will you rock it at prom with me? All right. Well, The Rock responded and basically said, no. But let me use this as an opportunity to promote my new movie, Rampage. This is for a very special young lady. Her name is Katie Kelsenberg. I hope I pronounced your last name right, Katie. Uh, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for inviting me to your prom. Unfortunately, I can't make it that weekend. I'm going to be in Hawaii shooting Jungle Cruise. I just want to take a moment to let you know how awesome I think you are. You stepped out of your comfort zone to ask me to the prom. Katie, girls and women, they get shy around me. High-level professional women get very shy around me. and they don't. I love the humble brags. The Rock is the king of the humble brags. He is. <laughs> it's like all these hot, important women are scared of me. They get they get weird, dude. But not you, 18-year-old Katie, with four things, and you think that makes you the biggest fan? Don't say anything until I leave. And here you are. You're like, yo, Rock, I'm your biggest fan. I love you. Take me to the prom. I love that about you, Katie. As- oh, my dude, all he's doing is he's at the gym, and he's fully sweating because he just got a good workout in. <laughs> I'm surprised because I can't make it. This weekend, I'm going to rent out a theater close to your house. A rampage on me. Invite your friends, invite your family, soda, popcorn, candy, everything free. Everything's on me. Enjoy Rampage. I got you. By the way, you made my gym wall right there. When you make the gym wall, you know you're special and you're cool. And it's like a chalkboard that says Katie and then under it, Rampage. <laughs> I had to do a double check. I'm like, her last name's Rampage? Is she going on a Rampage? It's kinda. Jeez. I hope some chivalrous boy takes you to the prom. You know what? You both, you might not even need a boy. Go with your girlfriends. Have a blast. Enjoy Rampage. Oh. I love you for being an awesome fan. Who's that like a, I don't know. I mean, look, let's be honest. That prom is next week. Like, I'm worried Katie doesn't have time to, to find a backup. And I feel like The Rock realized that as he said that. As he that. said that. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, the hell with dudes. Go, go with one of your friends. Or your friends. I can't make it. You probably got another friend that doesn't have a date. Here's the Jeez. thing. So you think, okay, that's pretty awesome. The Rock did that. That's great, right? Then he then he sends an audio message to the school, and they play it over the intercom at the school, like on the public address announcements. Like, hey, this is The Rock. Katie asked me. I can't go. All right. Let's start this Friday morning announcement off with a little bit of fun and a little bit of excitement. Good morning to the Stillwater Area High School students. No. This is, as you might have guessed by now. Somebody's filming Katie at this moment. So oh, she doesn't not, know. Not, not until it starts playing on the loudspeaker. All right. Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock, also known as a big brown ball tattoo guy <laughs> who's running around movies such as Jumanji, Fast and Furious, and a new movie I have out called Rampage. And you're probably he is th- pimping his new movie hard to these kids. <laughs> what does that movie even rate it? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Watch well, like NC-17. That's what I'm saying. It's like rated R. Like rock. It's a high school, brah. <laughs> what? What is the rock doing on our intercom system? Well, he's I- pimping his movie. That's what he's doing. I'm sending a message to a very special young lady. And her name is Miss Katie Kelsenberg. Well, it just kind of hit me. He not only shot her down on Instagram, but then he decided to send a video or an audio message so that it could be played for everyone at the school to hear of him shooting her down. But go see my movie. Yeah. I love him. So funny. <laughs> and he's I mean, like, I don't remember him being this kind of uh, cocky about everything. Did no one ever ask him out to prom? 
Like no other like <sighs> fan because he's really over delivering. Now, Katie, I'm sure that you are so embarrassed right now, <laughs> but I just had to let you know that I appreciate how cool and awesome you are for inviting me to your prom, and I also wanted to tell you that, unfortunately, I can't make the prom because I will be shooting a movie in Hawaii called Jungle Cruise at that time. However, Katie, because we are now best friends and I have so much love for you because you're so awesome. And Sounds so sincere. <laughs> I know, right? As a very special... didn't say, she's 18, man. She's not six. <laughs> Don't lie to her like this. And did you have, right, like... <laughs> I don't know. I can't decide if this announcement over the loudspeaker is good or bad. She seems to be enjoying it. All right. Like when he's like, I can't go. She's like, all right, that's fine. I don't care. This is awesome. So all the right. fact that she likes it makes me That not... makes it all right. All right. right that's right. good then. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I, The I, Rock knows what he's doing. Look, we're giving The Rock a hard I am. I know I'm giving a hard time, but yeah. obviously it's pretty awesome that he's doing this. Yeah. Special gift. I have rented out a theater tomorrow, and the theater is Oakdale Cinemas which I believe is very close to you. So the gift is this. I want you to grab all your favorite friends and your closest family members and whoever you want to bring, Katie, because tomorrow at 4.45, I'm showing you a screening of my new movie, Rampage, and all the popcorn and candy and soda you could drink. It's all on me. <laughs> Everything is free. They better have pizzas and hot dogs because, you know, I'd go buck wild. I was just thinking that, man. Like, I'd get a lot of candy. And ice cream. Who'd you invite? Who? Well, it's, you. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm inviting you. What am yeah. I think? <laughs> Not BJ. Dude, what if we just want me and you? And this place just, holds, I think he says in this, it holds like 230 people, and it's just you and I. Right. How did you guys eat $1,000 worth of popcorn soda and candy? Well, you see, we put a popcorn bucket, large size, on every single seat in that theater. And Ted and I just walked around eating from every one of them. And I want you to go have the greatest time. I rented out 232 seats. Dang. So to all the students there at Stillwater High School area, if Katie is down with it, then you guys talk to your teachers and your school has all the details. So Katie, have the best time. Thank you for being awesome. Uh, enjoy Rampage. And I think after this, because me and Katie are best friends now, Lies. I think this would officially make me a Stillwater area high school Pony. That is correct. They I are the ponies, right? <laughs> All right, that would be a very weird thing. So it's an official high school pony. Be a pony. The Rock is a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> more awesome but they weren't ponies he just always wanted to be a pony right? the rock now is a pony no some genuine song pops on bearing out that's the last time i saw genuine he was shirtless because he's genuine and he's like wiping himself off with the sweat and everything with this town he's like down in the crowd but he just like pelted a lady in the face and she's like Ugh. Like the time I saw Tool and the drummer, yeah, Danny Carey, yeah. chugged from a bottle of, of Gatorade, closed it up, and it was still left in there, and he threw it into the crowd, and I caught it, because it just like hit me, and I caught it, and I'm like, what the F am I going to do with this? Yes! I'm like, like is this now considered a souvenir? Like, am I going to bring this home and like frame it and says Danny Carey? Like, I caught a drumstick, too, on a different show. Like, I've had a lot of luck when it comes to Danny Carey throwing things. Apparently, I'm like, so, are you a target for him? Maybe he doesn't like me. <laughs> that kid in the front row again. I've been throwing stuff at this bastard for 15 years in Seattle, and he keeps showing up. He keeps coming, and he's either in the first or the second row. One time I threw a drumstick. He caught it. Next time I took a half-drinking bottle of Gatorade. He caught it. What's it going to take? Vader's going to kick you in the teeth with a steel toe boot. And I'm going to leave with his shoe. <laughs> so I catch it. I'm like, what am I going to do with well, I got to ask what flavor. It was uh, yellow. All right, the lime. The lemon lime. Yeah, original. OG. Nice. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I looked at the guy next to me. And he's like, dude, whoa. I'm like, do you want it? And he's like, yeah. I was like, here, you can have it. Did he it. drink it? Opened up the bottle and took a swig. And then he goes, want some? I'm like, no, man, I'm good. 
yeah, I mean, and then Danny goes, joke's on you, I have gonorrhea. No. Oh. I don't even know if you could get that from I was about to say, wouldn't he rub his penis on it, Steve? <laughs> How did the gonorrhea? I meant, joke's on you. Herpes. I've got herpes. Mouth happy. That's right. Ignore the first joke. It wasn't nearly as good. <laughs> I like that you caught an empty bottle of Gatorade. Oh, no, there's some in it. Or there's some in it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, I just thought the guy drank it. Like, what is he going to... And then it turned out that kid knew, now know how to play the drums. Yeah, right? Like a magical power. I like, the, I like the idea, too, that this guy's going home in his basement in his man cave and being like, see that Gatorade bottle? And then, does he lie and say, I caught it? Or does he say, this dude caught it, and he was dumb enough to give it to me? That's probably what he says. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so The Rock's a pony now. Does The Rock have to show up at this movie theater this weekend? I have a feeling that he's not going to. All right. But boy, oh boy, did he handle that right. I mean, think about all the free publicity he got for the movie Rampage. Just here yeah. at the mega cast. Yeah. Yeah. Did, when you were younger, was there somebody... That, that's the reason why I brought this up, because somebody asked, hey, what would you guys... When you were younger, if, if social media existed, would you ask anybody? Who would you ask out to prom? Like, who was your crush when you were in a teen, your teen years? Like, well, like a celebrity. I'm trying to remember. I really liked Paula Abdul for a while, but I think that was. I don't think I was old enough to go to like a prom or anything at that right. point. But by the time I got to prom, I mean. Man, Mariah Carey was just the tops. Oh. That Honey video had just come out, and yeah. she was like doing stuff with Bad Boy and. Whew. Do you remember? Yeah, Mariah Carey's a great pick. Do you remember? I uh, was it Lita Ford was definitely one that popped into my mind. But do you remember Savannah Fox? Savannah, was the rest was she a wrestler? Or a no, singer? she was a singer. I think she had that song like "I Want to Have Some Fun, Work Your Body All Night Long." Let me see if I can find it on my phone really quick. I don't know. She was hot as f. I think I, that or Brett Michaels from Poison because he was pretty hot looking. Yeah, I know. My first was be like Art Monk from the Redskins. <laughs> uh... Mariah Carey was up there. Uh, God, there was a girl on Baywatch. I don't think she's even famous anymore. I think she's kind of Nicole Eggert? Not Nicole Eggert. I liked her. Uh, And it wasn't, I mean, Pamela Anderson obviously was hot. Man, that's a tough call. I'm trying to remember. There's definitely women I had on my wall, like cut out. Oh, I really liked Carmen Electra for a while, too. Paulina Poroskova. Paulina Poroskova. You know Paulina? She was like like Cindy Crawford. All right. Oh, here's Savannah Fox. This was... Oh, got to play after the ad. We have to wait 15 seconds, Ted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have that kind of patience. 15 seconds? We could do it. We're at nine. <sighs> we'll get there. Tiffany, we'll get there. too. Remember Tiffany? Yep. Tiffany was hot. Hello. It's me again. Don't you know it's hard to keep a good woman down? Mm, I'm in. But then again, maybe that could be fun. Oh, wow. Do you remember Taylor Dane? Yeah. Yeah, I liked her, too. She's got the, the jeans with the rip in them right on the butt. Yeah. That means she likes to have sex. All right. I'm in. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah, I'm still racking my brain. I guess... We get to the chorus, so... And then, dude, honestly, by the time I got, like, my senior year in high school, like, Britney had come out. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. dudes all got in. Oh, yeah, they had fun. Yeah, like, Britney Spears had come out. The Spice Girls were huge. Maybe Baby Spice. Ooh. Baby Spice was really hot. Yeah, I always liked the blonde one. I was I, I went back and forth between Sporty Spice and Baby Spice. I'm still amazed you like Sporty Spice. The legs, man. I'm I just didn't know guy. anybody was a Sporty Spice. Yeah, they... Yeah, yeah. She was the other Mel. Yeah, I didn't you know it. That's good. While everyone else fights over the other four, her and I are having fun. I always thought Posh had the nicest legs. Posh had great legs. Yeah, well, uh, I like Sporty Spice. Yeah, hey, Sporty Spice, I get it, dude. Don't judge me, man. I'm sorry, I hated on your girlfriend. Jeez, you're not Jeez. invited to Christmas <laughs> or my movie theater when I watch Rampage by myself with all the popcorn I can eat. <laughs> like the idea of just me and you. We invited nobody else. <laughs> I would like to know how much of a bill they rung up, rang up. I mean, for The Rock, it's probably nothing, but that's got to be expensive. 230, what do you say, 200 seats? 230 232 seats? 232 seats. 
So what are you thinking on average for a tub of popcorn and a drink? And that's just that's so. What's the ticket? Eight dollars. Okay. Yeah. Right. So two hundred thirty-two times. Let's just say it's eight bucks. So that's eighteen hundred. Let's just round up to two thousand. So just for math purposes. So even if they just let's just say twenty. Wait a minute. What number was that? Two two thirty-two. No. How many thousand? About two thousand. About two thousand. All right. And then just do two thirty-two times twenty. Let's just say they all get $20 worth of stuff. But they're kids. They're teenagers. Right. They don't need to worry about calories. Yeah. We're talking about 4600 bucks. So that... 4640 So he's... I bet he's probably... So, all right. 4600 plus 2000 is He's probably 10 Gs in. Oh, we just jumped from six grand to 10 Gs. Well, these kids are eating a lot of candy, Steve. What's, what's the other 4000 going to? Candy. More candy. Sodas and candy. Lots of candy. <laughs> Well, you gotta imagine it's a movie theater, right? Like, imagine me and you at that age. Like, I'm getting nachos if they have the little yep. pretzel bites. Yep. I might not even see the movie. I might just keep going to concessions. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of those nights where, like, Pizza. You, you get home and it's like, oh my god, my, I feel awful. What's right. wrong, mom? <laughs> I need the plunger. Yeah. What was your favorite? What was your go-to movie theater like candy? I loved the bonbons when I was a kid. All right. I love the ice cream, or or like the 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 dibs or the, the snow caps. No, they were that's like what we always got. The Reese's dibs. Oh yeah, they're like chocolate covered ice cream. They're like bonbons, but not they didn't sound as fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I loved. Of course, popcorn. And as an adult, man, I do love pizza. I love movie theater pizza. You're so weird with pizza. I love pizza. I love pizza too, but there's I have some. I'm like movie theater pizza. I think I'm good on. They got that nice little that little oven that they put them in. Look, Steve's just like, have the hell with it, man. I got a pizza opportunity. I'm taking it. I am, hundred percent. All right, Ted, so we should probably get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I guess we should. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, I should do some work. I got to poop. <laughs> Good pooping music. Yeah. Squires! The battle is here! Thank you as always for listening to the Megacast. I think next week our friend Juliet Frette will be coming back to hang out with us. All right, I just saw a picture of her belly on the internet. I know, I did too. <laughs> we need to talk to her about that. Yeah, right? It was weird. It's like a mom brag. It is. Yeah. She's like the rock of pregnant women. <laughs> Let's not call her that. <laughs> like I know I'm with you, but I just feel like calling her the rock of pregnant women. That's it. For her, it's either going to go really well or really bad. I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah, right? We don't want to upset, as she refers to him as, the axe murderer. The axe murderer. <laughs> That's what she's like, I'm not feeling too good. She's going to be here this week. She's like, but the axe murderer said I didn't sound good, so I should probably not join the, go on the podcast. All right. Like, that's really cool that you call him the axe murderer. Are we talking about the kid or the, or the boyfriend? The boyfriend. Oh, my bad. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait. Well, we got to restart her? I'm just going to bring it back a little bit. Okay, there we there go. There we go. All right, All let's right. get it. Let's get 10. Follow us on uh, Twitter at the Megacast. Correct. And I've done podcasts this week. I did two of the podcasts, the Megacast. I'm done. Me too. Yeah. I did a Migs cast. I did a wrestling podcast. Yeah. And this podcast. That's and it. I, and I was even on a Pearl Jam podcast. Oh. F podcast. Yeah. We're done. Till next, next week. week.